I'm Daisha. And I'm Faith. And, and we, we are Women, Women of Faith, Faith Podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment down below. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. We would love to have Exciting news, everyone. We are thrilled to announce that we are looking for people of faith who have life-transforming testimonies. Do you have a faith story? A testimony where God did the impossible, moved a mountain by faith, performed a miracle? Healed you, transformed you, or turned a hopeless situation around? We want to hear from you. Shoot us a DM or email us at womanoffaithpodcast.com. We cannot wait to hear your inspiring story on our show. Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Welcome back to our podcast. Welcome back. We definitely um, are excited for this topic today um, because it is something that's near and dear to our hearts, Mm -hmm. topics that we pray about all of the time, and that is friendships. Yes, Mm -hmm. friendships. If you guys follow us on Instagram, um, you probably saw our Instagram live. And so we're going to dig deeper into the topic today um, and just kind of talk more about that in depth. Yeah. So one thing we want to state is that we were made for relationships. We were made for friendships. We weren't made to do life alone, to live life alone, to be alone. And so we really want to cover today the importance of building godly wise friendships because those type of friendships are important number one in order for us to live out the calling that God has for our lives Um, number two so that we can be supported and comforted um, encouraged in our faith walk so we just want to be able to encourage you guys and leave you guys with tips on how to build wise godly friendships and so one verse that I want to read is Proverbs 17, 17. And it says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. And so just even when you think about that verse, um, it really helps you to understand the value of a friend. Like when adversity comes, um, you have someone beside you to support you along in that. Um, and one of the things that I want to bring up is Charles Stanley and his discussion on friendships and relationships when he speaks about this in his sermons and his writings. Um, and he lays out four different things that a friend should do. And that is encourage us, challenge us, confront us, and comfort us. And so these things are very important, especially when building genuine, intimate, loyal friendships. And so I also want to touch on um, the things that damage friendships and the things that we should be on the lookout for, the red flags. Um, And so the first one is selfishness. And what is being selfish? It's lacking consideration for others. And um, I know sometimes as Christians, we can sometimes think that caring for ourselves can be selfish Mm -hmm. and it's not selfish. And so you want to make time for yourself and you want to make yourself a priority, but you should not be so self-consumed in yourself that you're not able to be there for others. Mm -hmm. And so look at that trait in others and see if people are selfish Mm -hmm. as it relates to you. Are they there for you? Do they only think about themselves? Mm -hmm. 
And so that's very important, um, not only to look at when it comes to your friends, but also within yourself. The second thing is manipulation. And that is to control or to influence someone's decision-making or their life or what they're trying to do. Um, and it's, it's honestly one of the, the worst traits that you can have um, is trying to control somebody and trying to manage somebody else's life. Yeah. Allow somebody to be who they are. Mm -hmm. And so be very careful of manipulators, people that try to manage your life, that try to manipulate and influence your decision-making. They should allow you to be yourself um, and not judge you or make you feel like you have to be like them or you have to conform to what their standards are. Yeah. They should be able to, to accept you for who you are. The next one is jealousy. Um, fe feeling and the jealousy is jealousy is feeling or showing envy of someone or their for their achievements, um, for their successes, whatever it is that that that, that may be. Um, but it's so important because I feel like I feel like as humans we can all relate with feeling jealous at some point of our lives. Um, but I think that it's something that we have to also look at differently because when you see people that are succeeding in life that are doing well we should look at that as an example or a testament of what God can do in our lives. Yeah. Um, and so I understand that sometimes it can be natural to feel a certain kind of way if somebody is a place where you desire to be. But look at that as a testament of what God can do in your life. They could do it for them. If God can do it for them, God can do it for you. Amen. And so be encouraged with that. And do not be that jealous person. If you, find, if you have a jealous friend, I've actually experienced that. And wow. it's so crazy yeah. because like Whew. you would think that like if you're friends with somebody that, that, that they will support you in all that you do. Mm. And to have people next to you or near you that are criticizing you or because they're jealous yeah. is wild. Yeah. It is so wild. Yeah. I had a friend that mentioned to me, um, if you recall Psalms 23, when it talks about how my cup runneth over, mm. right? Just a, a way that God blesses us. He yeah. allows our cup to run over. And she talked about how when she sees someone's cup running over, mm. one thing you could do actually is get <clears throat> jealous. You yeah. can get jealous of someone. <laughs> but instead for her, she decides to bring her cup over so that she can get the overflow. Oh, wow. And so if people would just look at it like that, yes. like you don't have to look at what others have and envy they might just be blessed so that you can be blessed also. Yes. You might be able to witness it just so that you can get a glimpse and bring your cup right on over. Yes. You just never know. Yes, and we are blessed to be a blessing. And mm -hmm. so if you are around people that are being blessed, you should feel that overflow as well. Yeah, don't get envious. Don't get jealous. Don't get critical. Yes. Because why? That There's is no not point. what God has called us to and you could be missing out on your blessing, yes. getting jealous yes. and envious. Yeah. Because like I said, you could be witnessing them getting blessed for the sole purpose of you to get blessed through their blessing. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 And so listen, I can understand feeling that emotion, but yeah. do not stay there. Amen. Transform your mind. Renew your mind to the word of God yeah. and look at the friends around you and be encouraged yeah. Yeah. by their lives. And and I will also speak up coming from someone who has been on the end of um, experience, experiencing those who were envious or yeah. jealous. It, it hurts. It does hurt. It hurts. Yes. It really sucks yes. when you know that someone is 
not really in your corner. Yeah. Envying you. Like, even think of David in the Bible who had to run for his life. Like, Saul hated him, was jealous of him. And it's not easy. So just think about how your jealousy, envious, covetousness could be affecting someone. Like, you just never know you know, what people are dealing with. It might look like they have it all together and Mm -hmm. it might look like God is blessing them so much, but you don't know what it took for them to even get those blessings. You don't know what they had to go through, what God allowed them to journey through in their faith walk to get to where they are now. And instead of getting envious and jealous, how about, like I said before, bring your cup right on over and get blessed through their blessing. Yes. Receive that overflow. Yeah. And so going into the next one, the next one is criticism. And that is the expression of disappointment or disapproval of someone or something mm-hmm. um, because of what you perceived as being a fault, a fault um, or, or mistake that they actually made. Um, and so I believe that there is such thing as good criticism. Mm-hmm. I think that in friendship, you have to be friends with people who will... Pr- you know, praise you and encourage you at the same time, also give you that feedback that's going to help you grow as well. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we have to be careful if somebody is always only criticizing Mm -hmm. and not encouraging. And we do have those friends where Mm -hmm. they may only judge you or they may only speak down to you, Mm -hmm. but that isn't a good thing. Mm -hmm. You need friends that are able to do both. And you also don't want people that are yes men either. No. Because the Bible even talks about that, being careful yeah. of... Because you could possibly have enemies that are kissing you. Yeah. And they're trying to um, just try to act like they like you, mm-hmm. but they really don't. Yeah. So just be careful. To, like, there should be a balance. Yeah. There should be a balance of encouraging and, and also constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. And the next one is um, covetous. We kind of talked about that already. Mm-hmm. And covetous is basically desiring um, or feeling, th- having the desire to, of wanting something that somebody else has. Mm-hmm. And so with the new era that we live in with social media, um, it can become so easy for us to get on social media and scroll and see other people's lives and desire what they have. But we have no clue what's actually happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And for some of us, we may have some some clue if we have friends that post certain things. Do, do we actually know the real story behind it? <laughs> some of us got some, you know, we, we know both the stories. Uh-huh. You know, but it's it's not good to to see those things and to desire what somebody else has because you, mm-hmm. you have no clue how their lives are truly behind all of that. Mm-hmm. And so you have to pray for God's will for your life. Amen. What God desires for you. And so do not um, accept friendships of people who are consistently desiring what you have yeah. in a negative way. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I want to mention is we have to be so key on knowing and understanding God's calling for our lives. Mm-hmm. Like God is calling every single believer on this earth yeah. to a certain destiny, to a certain walk and um, purpose for their lives to carry out. And so if you're so focused on someone else and what they got going on, how are you going to get to where God wants you to be? Mm -hmm. If you are so focused on 
the industry or the field, the work that someone else is doing, how are you going to figure out what you're going to be supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. You really have to stay in your lane and you can't look at someone else who possibly might be in another lane being um, maybe in a successful uh, period of their lives and think, oh, maybe that's where I need to go. No, you need to be where God wants you to be. Yes. And and what God has for you, he has graced you for it. He may not grace you for what your friend has. And so you may try to do what he or she is doing and fail because he didn't give you that grace to do that. What he designed for you, he has the grace to follow it. Mm. It's the grace. It's the grace. It's the grace. It's the grace. (laughs) And so what may look easy on Mm. Instagram to us, it's because they had the grace from God to do it. It's not going to be easy for you to copy them because God didn't grace you to be able to do that. And so stay in your lane and yes. in, in, in the in the position that God has designed for you yes. because he's giving you the grace to do it and to do it well. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. And I just feel like we're doing God a disservice. Yeah. When we're not where he wants us to be. When we're so focused on other people, what they got going on and, and trying to figure out if we should be doing the same thing as them. No. Yeah. God has distinctly created and designed you for a specific plan mm-hmm. that you need to fulfill instead of looking at what everyone else got going on. Focus on what God wants you to do. Stay in your lane. Yeah. And if you're not in your right lane, take the right exit, like Tony Evans says in yeah. his devotional call for a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last one is lying. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that speaks for itself. Um you don't want to be around people or you don't want to be the person who is always lying where you cannot trust them to tell the truth. It is so much easier to live in your truth, whether your truth is good or bad. Mm. It's easier to live in it because you don't have to try to explain it because it is what it is. And so get comfortable in what your truth is. Um, and be around people who are consistently telling the truth, yeah. whether or not they care about whether or not people like it or not. They're telling the truth, mm-hmm. you know. And so we have to, to desire people that are truth tellers. Amen. And the truth will set you free, like the Bible says. Mm. And it does. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you covered um, the things that can damage a relationship. And one thing yeah. that I also want to touch on is how to restore, repair a damaged relationship. Because we know that there are relationships that we are called to that sometimes get a little troubled. So troubled friendships, troubled relationships. And it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to move that person out of our lives, but it could possibly mean we just have to work on that relationship, work on that friendship. But what I will say is you only want to do that with people that you are called to Mm -hmm. work on that friendship so that you can bring them back into your inner circle, um, close friendship. You only want to do that with people that you are called to, because there are some people where God wants you to let them go, love them from a distance. But there are others where God wants you to bring them on in, keep them on in, but just work with them on that friendship relationship that you guys have. So one of the things that you need to do is address the situation. Talk about what it is that is going on that is causing this damage. The second thing is determine the issue. So what is the root cause 
of how the damage was brought about. And it could be those things that they should just mention, the, the lying, um, the jealousy, um, the manipulation. It could be any of those things. So you want to get to that root of the issue. And then the third thing is to begin to prepare and rebuild the relationship. And that could look like different ways um, in which you can repair and rebuild. And it really all depends on the situation once you discuss it. And from there, you'll be able to build steps so that you can work on a healthy relationship, healthy friendship. Um, but I think that's so important. Again, knowing, talking to God to figure out if you are supposed to work on restoring and rebuilding or if you are supposed to let a person go and love them from a distance because some people can be so toxic and not good yeah. for the calling and the purpose that God has for our life, so we have to let them go. And then there's other people that are good for our purpose and calling, and we just have to work on a relationship with them. Yeah, and I'm so glad we're talking about this topic because I know I'm not the only one, but there have been a share of people that I have cut off, mm. and I didn't follow those steps. Um, and I had my reasons yeah. for not following some of those steps. Um, I honestly believe that you still need to take those steps so that you can clear your name, that you can clear your conscience, yeah. and that you can be able to sleep at night. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's so important that we don't just cut people off. Yeah. Because um, that can be the easy route. It, it's it the easy be. route. I will say uh, there's some things, and even the Bible talks, <laughs> to, talks about it too, where you just got to cut a person off. Like yeah. one thing I cannot do is, like that that gossip the jealousy like i just can't mm -hmm. and the bible says do not associate yeah. with gossipers so i just can't do it yeah. and that's one thing I, if i notice it's a continual pattern and it's not something that i want to de develop in my life to be mm -hmm. a person that's consistently gossiping i don't want to be surrounded by that yeah um and that's there i feel as though there are certain things that you just have knowledge and discernment. Even the Bible talks yeah. about um, being mindful of the type of association that you have. And so you have to make sure that you're key on that so that you can know, okay, I need to cut this person off. Yeah. Um, but then there's other situations where maybe that person just messed up. Maybe they just gossiped one mm -hmm. time. They're not living a lifestyle of gossiping, but they just got someone. And then you can just work on it. Maybe, like I said, the steps address the situation, yeah. work on repairing. Um, but, yeah, I, I think this it's definitely something that isn't easy to figure out if you need to keep a person in your life or let them go. But we have God. Mm -hmm. He'll make it clear. He'll make it plain. Um, he'll show us what we need to to do in regards to our friendships and relationships. Yeah, I definitely agree. And so um, to kind of close with, with this, um, I want to ask the question, who are your friends? Yeah. Who are your friends? And are the people that you are surrounded with, are they people that are uplifting you? Are they people that look like who you desire to be in the future? Mm -hmm. Because we know that our friends are a direct correlation um, of us. Mm -hmm. And so if you desire to be be at a certain place in your life, if you desire to reach certain goals, um, your friends don't have to be perfect, but they should be at a place where they are, are all trying to get to a specific place and they're all striving and growing together. Yes. Because if they're not, they're going to pull you down. Yeah. So and so important. who are your friends? 
who are your friends? Take some time to kind of go through that, um, whether it be 10 minutes, and really sit and think about that. Um, do my friends represent what I desire in my life? Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 6, 14, um, it says, do not team up with those who are unbelievers. Um, how can righteous be a partner with wickedness? How can light live in darkness? And so we have to be careful that the friends that we do have, that they um, are believers. Mm-hmm. And even if they're not believers, um, we should be the one bringing the light Amen. into that darkness. Yeah. And so we should be helping to positively influence them. Yeah. Um, we, they should not be influencing us yeah. if, they're not unbelie- if they're unbelievers. Yeah. And I will say, it's okay to have association with unbelievers yeah. and um, you know, have friends that might not um, necessarily believe um, in what you believe, but that close circle, yeah. that inner circle, the people that are the closest to you mm-hmm. should be believers. Yeah, they should have the same um, focus of Jesus being at the center of your relationship, mm-hmm. and so. Just want to emphasize that point, making sure your friends, best friends, the, the, the circle, your inner circle is full of believers. So yeah. important. Yeah. And also, it's important to guard your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really with relationships across the board, mm-hmm. um, because in relationships, hurt happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to have a perfect relationship. And so um, it's important to have boundaries, know what your boundaries are, um, be able to um, uh, be able to say that what they are, articulate them um, in a calm and loving, respectful way, um, but be able to protect your heart, um, as the Bible says for us to do. So, amen. So we hope you enjoy, and we will see you guys next time. Yes. Bye. Bye.